Hello, I'm Dr. Norman Wilson. Today I would like to talk about something that has been bothering me for quite some time. What have we become? What have we become as a nation, as a people? Alan Watts, the renowned American Buddhist, wrote a book titled The Book on the Taboo of Knowing Who You Are. Now in it, Watts raises two significant questions. First, what should every young person know? And second, is there some inside information that people don't want to know or won't share with others? Pubic youngsters are sure it has to do with the mystery of mysteries, sex. That is not the intent of Watts' questions. His interest lies within the area of mass communication, information retrieval and disbursement, and its impact upon the individual. This becomes all the more important with today's barrage of false news. Watts firmly believes that all information will come to us through super-realistic electronic devices. Such devices will allow us to extend ourselves anywhere at any time without moving our physical bodies, even to the outer reaches of space. And certainly, since he wrote that back in 1966, we have done all of that and then some. Television, computers, cell phones, iPads, space stations and satellites, headphones with built-in mics, watches that talk to us in devices such as Electra, Echo, and Cortana. And to that, camera-equipped automobiles that are driverless, Google Maps, and shopping via the internet. In the United States, uh, as of 2018, 95% of those who are 18 to 29 years old owned cell phones. There are more cell phones than the total population of the country. There are 914 million texts sent worldwide every day. People spend an average of four hours on their mobile phones every day. Between 2017 and 18, there's an estimated 120 million TVs in the country. And people 50 years and older watch TV about 50 hours per week. These statistics are staggering, to say the least. Actually, they're phenomenal. What warned us that we were becoming and evolving to a new kind of individual. An individual with a colossal external nervous system that reaches out to infinity. These new individuals are so interconnected, so plugged in, that they share the same thoughts, same feelings and experiences as everyone else at the same time. Will we as individuals coalesce into a single bioelectronic body? Have we already become that? 3D printing creates body parts. Is that a threat? And if so, is that a threat to human autonomy? 
The taboo that Watts mentioned. Is this the secret every young person should know? That they have surrendered their individuality? If it is, then is this the end of the human race as we know it? Are we automatons? Are we now just replicas? Replicas made of plastic and steel and electrodes and computer chips? Nearly every human organ of the body can be replaced. Hearts, lungs, kidneys, liver, limbs, even the human face. And some, we are told, are contemplating the transplant of a human brain. Cloning animals is very successful. How long before a human being is cloned? And it doesn't end there. Robert Edwards, the British pioneer in test tune babies, has indicated that it will not be in the too distant future that patients will be able to regenerate their own hearts and other internal body parts. Back in 1969, Desmond Morris, in his book, The Human Zoo, suggested that we have become captive animals and have come, become so by our own volition, our own choice. Such captivity results in the loss of privacy, of freedom. It results in restrictions on travel, on what we can say and what we can do. It results in an established limit on our income. Cell phones and GPS devices are used to track individuals. Nearly every street corner has a security camera as well as most businesses and private homes. Now scanning devices see through one's clothing and conversations are recorded from outer space. Such captivity creates new psychological issues. Alan Toffler's future shock has come and gone. Orwell's 1984, 1984 published back in 1949, has long gone. We've surpassed that. C.S. Lewis, the British writer, postulates the human as we know it will be abolished by each generation as it exerts control over the next generation. Just check out the language used in texting. Any new power gained by man also becomes a power over mankind as well. With genetic engineering, prenatal conditioning, mass educational systems enforced by mass media based on a deepened psychology of human behavior, modification then will be finally the control of man. But then what are they? Lewis called them artifacts. Man's final conquest will have proven to be the abolition of man. Thank you for listening. This is Dr. Norman Wilson.